I've coached companies in 26 countries. I've also done paid speaking events on every single continent, including Antarctica. So I'm very you know, comfortable with working with clients around the world. You do not have to give out equity to get good employees. Gen Y has gotten very good at asking and Gen X and baby boomers have got really bad at saying no. And we need to get better at saying no. I'm going to pay you fairly. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to create a good company, a good culture, but you don't have to give out equity. Welcome to the Second in Command podcast, produced by the COO Alliance and brought to you by its founder, Cameron Harold. In the Second in Command podcast, we talk to top COOs who share the insights, strategies, and tactics that made them the chief behind the chief. And now, here's your host, Cameron Harold. Do you know when it's the right time to hire a COO? Do you know when to incentivize them with equity or stock options? In this episode, you're going to hear my thoughts about both. So many CEOs mess up in hiring a second-in-command. So often, CEOs hire too early or too late. And as recently as today, I had to talk a CEO off a cliff when their potential COO insanely was asking for 20% equity in their company. You're going to be sharing this episode with friends for sure. Most businesses, when they start out, the owner, the founders, the CEO is, is everybody else too, right? How do you know when you actually need to engage or to get a COO? Great question. question. And, and where are you calling in from? I'm in New York. Oh, cool. Hey, Thomas. Um, so the question on when do you need a COO, it really comes down to, are you as a leader starting to get overwhelmed in a lot of the higher impact areas of the business, the higher kind of decision-making areas, the the areas that might need a more seasoned strategic or senior person to be able to execute on is one question. Second one is, do you have enough stuff on your plate that you really need a second in command or could you get an executive assistant first, right? I've always said, if you don't have an executive assistant, you are one. So you really need to first get all the administrative work off your plate. That might buy you six months to 12 months before you really need a true second in command. And then the next part of that is, do you need a COO or do you need a VP operations or a director of operations or a general manager or an operations manager? Because you might need a person as a second command to help you with stuff, but it might not necessarily require the COO title or the COO compensation pay, right? The, the, the bigger the title we give, that often can lead people towards higher expectations, higher comp packages. You know, your head of finance could be a director of finance or a VP of finance or a finance manager or a CFO. The same with each of the functional areas. Be very careful with giving out titles that are too senior too early and be very cautious. Plus, if you give out the COO title too soon, the VP operations doesn't have a role they can jump into, right? So it's always nice to give them something to chase and then make sure that the compensation expectations are very clear. Like if you only want to pay $140,000 a year, that is not a COO. That's probably more like a director of operations or at best a lower paid VP of operations, right? So be careful with the title, uh, the title creep. Just to follow up on that, when do you bring in a fractional CFO? Great question. Fractional CFO, I believe that all companies, when you get north of you know one or two million dollars, you really can't afford a two hundred thousand dollar CFO, but you need to have someone other than your accountant 
looking at your business, looking at your financials to ask you some questions to maybe give you some advice, but but often to ask you questions to help you figure out the business or look at the business in a different way to help you optimize for more gross margin or more net profit. So if you can pay that fractional CFO, you know, to look at your books and look at your financials on a monthly basis and spend maybe a couple of hours to give you some strategic questions, they might not even be able to give you advice, that can be very powerful. Or you might be able to get somebody to, you know, bounce ideas around with to um, to get them to ask some questions as well. You, you say dollar value. What if it's the number of accountants you're managing? We're currently dealing with accountants in three different countries. Oh, so you've got a team of accountants that are working for you? Yeah. So you, we've, you got, probably- we've got separate outsourced accountants, one in the US, one in Israel, one in India, and we're trying to manage three different sets of taxes, three different sets of end of years, three different sets of annual report. Yeah. Israel reporting is two years oh. after the year is done. India is done April through March, due in September. US is January sure. through December, due in April. It's like, as yeah, a CEO, all it is driving me nuts. You're at the stage where you need a fractional CFO to help oversee that for sure, or you need to simplify the business to get away from the complexity. If getting away from the complexity isn't an option, then you need to start bringing in that fractional CFO to oversee that for sure. And you can often get your accountant or your accounting firm to help you find and hire a CFO or fractional CFO. You may not have the the bandwidth internally or the, the deep understanding of that business area to make a decision on who to hire as a fractional CFO, but that's how I would approach it. By the way, if you need some fractional CFOs, I've got a couple of really good firms that have some great fractional CFOs. If you want to drop me an email, I'll put my email in the chat. I'm happy to introduce you and I've introduced them to firms for years. Thank you. Hey, it's Cameron. Did you hear? That's right. I wrote another book. But this book isn't just another book for me, it's actually for you, the visionary CEO that is looking to grow and scale their business. This book is called The Second in Command, Unleash the Power of Your COO. As a founder and CEO, you're used to making all the decisions, but the business you have isn't the one you envision. Heck, we've all been there. And the thing is, you know what you need. You need a COO, someone who can help you build the company you don't know how to build on your own. The Second in Command is your go-to guidebook when you're ready to scale up. I go through all the details in every aspect of the process, from knowing when you need to hire a COO, through identifying and hiring the right candidate, and successfully onboarding and working with them, and so much more. Go to CameronHerald.com forward slash new book to get your copy today. The Second in Command reveals the benefits COOs bring to companies and explores the many ways a COO mastermind or a COO forum can help grow the COO skills. You'll meet the types of COOs and understand the role each type plays, discover how to bring on a COO into your company with the least disruption, and avoid common problems before they arrive. Once again, it's CameronHerald.com forward slash new book to grab your copy today. There's no need to go it alone. We're in this together. Now back to the show. Yeah, hi Cameron. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm. This is the first time here for me, and uh, nice to meet you all. I would like to ask the question that yeah, uh, I'm the CEO of Snap Software Limited, which is a Hungarian software development agency of 70 people, and I'm looking forward to hire my first CEO. As I don't have a CEO, I'm doing the CEO job now. So what I would like to achieve is that hire him or her like until the end of the year, 
My question would be is that I would like to manage this from my network. Uh, that's my first point. And uh, everybody is asking for equity, which is not a problem for me, actually. I'm just quite uh, curious about it. Is this a standard uh, that you could just hire a CEO for equity or in investing mode or something like that? Or would I be able to manage this uh, for a pure salary? And, and what would you recommend regarding that? Uh, I know that it is Hungary and it's a different ball game. Yeah, I've coached companies in 26 countries. I've also done paid speaking events on every single continent, including Antarctica. So I'm very you know, comfortable with working with clients around the world. You do not have to give out equity to get good employees. Gen Y has gotten very good at asking and Gen X and baby boomers have got really bad at saying no. And we need to get better at saying no. I'm going to pay you fairly. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to create a good company, a good culture, but you don't have to give out equity. 20 years ago to get equity in a company, it's more like 24 years ago, prior to the rise of the first dot-com area from 97 to 2000, prior to that, to get equity in a company, you had to buy it on a stock market. For most employees now, there's never going to be an equity payout. There's never going to be a transaction. There's not going to have enough that's going to be meaningful. So what I try to do is pay people very fairly for the work that I'm getting them to do. And I try to build a company that can't just give out equity. So I try to build a company that actually has good gross margins, has a good company culture, and can pay people fairly. So I'm I'm more of the mindset of don't give out equity unless you absolutely desperately need to. When I when appreciate that. Yeah, when when I left 1800 Got Junk 15 years ago, Brian replaced me with the former president of Starbucks US. And she came in for no equity, for a solid remuneration package and no real long-term bonuses, but she got to build the, the second best company in Canada. And she thought it was a cute little company. She was the former president of Starbucks US and she came in for no equity. So you don't have to give out equity, but you have to build a really damn good culture. You have to build an amazing place to work. You've been listening to Second in Command, brought to you by COO Alliance founder, Cameron Harold. If you enjoyed this episode, Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our other podcast streaming platforms. For more best practices from industry-leading COOs, visit COOalliance.com.